You're listening to Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. So warm up that old cup of joe and join in on the conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. That was my radio voice, John. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can dig it, man. I can dig it. I can see you being on the radio one day. I will say, <laughs> don't give up your day job. Don't give up my day job. You well, your having... night job, I should say. Yeah, for us. night job. Uh, you don't give up have... your night job. Could you imagine having to talk like that all the time? No. Like, no. you got to go into radio voice job. No. Know, like, Radio DJ guy all the time? Absolutely Radio not. DJ guy all no way, the time. Dude. No way. No way. It's like, hold on a minute. Let me do this right now. I wouldn't enjoy it. I wouldn't enjoy it one bit, personally. I couldn't pretend like that all the time. You see me like, I'm going to do it like, a, I, what do they call that? Where are my emotions on my sleeve? Like, you can generally tell what's up with me real quick. Right. Where where I'm at, you know? Um, so, yeah, I just couldn't imagine having to be fake all the time like that. Like with well, a fake voice and all that stuff. You remember Damn. you remember 99X? I mean, come on. 99X. We all listened to 99X back in yeah, the day. Yeah, of course. I mean, you ask if I remember 99X and I'm thinking of, yeah. yeah. Do you miss 99X? Of course. Who I doesn't, mean, right? That was, was a, one of the those best were some good times, stories. right? Yeah. So you remember when uh, they had the morning show, The kind of like the last conception of the morning show when uh, it was Fred Toucher. Uh, was it Crash? Crash was on there. And what, who was the girl? Was go on. Go on with this. Leslie. It wasn't Leslie, yeah, was it? That's what I was thinking was Leslie, but I feel like that's wrong. Or I was thinking Lindsay. Lindsay Lind- but I knew. No, I knew Lindsay's on. Uh, Lindsay was on like the project and okay and yeah. 961 and all that stuff yeah because we're going back a little while now talking about all this. yeah we're talking about when atlanta radio was awesome yeah so it's hard to remember exactly but go on yeah anyway she was talking about she was at one of her early radio stations and they wanted her to be the stoner chick okay so Is she that always, her though <laughs> that's not her so but she uh-huh. always had to talk in a stoner chick voice Oh golly, I would hate that. And she 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 was like, it sucked because I wasn't stoned. Sounds miserable. Yeah. To have to act. Oh I, ugh. I don't know where that freaking how that even that's I, just I don't, a, I don't know why you'd want to do that to somebody. That's an odd memory to remember, Aunt. That is kind of an odd memory for you to have. But there was some good radio back in the day in Atlanta, man. Um, Dude. the local one uh for me. In Peachtree City, 96.7 The Buzz, right? Um, it, we talk about that stuff at, at work a lot. Yeah, but. we talk about The Buzz a lot. Yeah. Um, then you remember Axel was on in the afternoons. Yes. Yes. I heard that story. I was, that was like the best years that I enjoyed in 9X. Because they, mm-hmm. were, they were playing some of that newer alternative. Right. Like, but they were still throwing in all the Nirvana and all the other stuff. And then... You got like Panic at the Disco in there, and and uh, yeah, they they did a good mix up. Yeah, good mix up. Uh, but uh, and you had Tool. They were playing some Tool. Yeah, yeah. So when Vicarious come out, yeah. this girl calls in the Axel show and it's like, "What's all these bands doing going gay?" And Axel's like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, 
Tool's got this new song called By Curious. Oh my gosh. No, she didn't. <laughs> no, she didn't. Like, oh my gosh. Hilarious. If that's not Atlanta radio wrapped up into one, like Georgia wrapped up For into sure. one conversation. Sure. It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that. I'm wearing an Atlanta shirt right now. Oh, Atlanta right? Hawk shirt. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you are. Atlanta Hawks today. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah that's, uh, uh, we're talking all this stuff about Atlanta, man. Wow. But those were some radio. good times in Atlanta radio, man. You could, uh, Clark Howard, dude. My dad listened to Clark Howard all the time. He's still on, right? Yeah, he's still on. I think we all yeah. learned more from Clark Howard than we did that other guy, Dave Ramsey. Cause, uh, yeah, Dave Ramsey is back so in the day cultish with the way you have to act with his stuff and Clark Howard. But he's got a lot of good points. He's got a lot of good points. I give points. it to Dave Rampey. He's got some good points, man. Uh, he's got some good ideas. I think But Clark, I do hear what you're saying. Clark's more practical. For sure. For sure. I like listening to Clark Howard. He had a way of interacting with the people, like his callers and stuff, that yeah. I really enjoyed as a kid. I just yeah. I remember that part of it. I remember he, like it seemed like he just really genuinely wanted to help people. Well, see, that was my day back when, let's see, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So start out the day with um, 99X. Right. And most days would flip, after that morning show was over, would flip over to uh, Bortz. Yeah. And then that would lead into uh, Clark, or Clark Howard would be in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. All the that's awesome, and and then <laughs> then you had uh, Pharrell was on there for a while, and that radio that dude, he's Steve Pharrell. He's uh, um, who? What station was that? He was, it was when one one hundred five point three tried to go talk for a little while, and he was on there, and that. he he was he was more it was more podcast type than oh talk radio yeah like it wasn't it didn't get political really it's more like a morning drive guy trying to do a full talk show but he, yeah it was freaking hilarious he talked like this. he talked like um you know yeah i yeah. remember that i remember like a, his personality he like, like one his of our drivers yeah 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 <laughs> but you know that was his Jones. radio voice <laughs> one of my yeah i mean lives he lives by me man yeah he lives by me me and him but, live near each other love that he, guy he's got he's that awesome. same gravelly voice you know yeah and yeah it just yeah. made for such a difference in atlanta talk radio because you're used mm-hmm. to hearing the well-spoken neil bortz's and the clark howards are and, and this guy gets on there and he's like shaking oh you know? yeah 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 <laughs> He did a whole. There's a guy on National Sports Talk Radio on National CBS Sports Talk um, at night, and I can't remember his name, but he he's got that same type of voice, and it's really interesting. It might be him because he's doing some sport radio now. Is he really? It might yeah. be him. I've heard him. I've heard him late at night sometimes. You know, like if I take mm-hmm. my lunch break later or something like that, I'll hear him. Uh, it's it, and I think he's on the weekends a lot too. But anyway, I've heard him. It, it might be yeah. him. I've been trying to find him keep up with him because i was hoping he'd come out with a podcast when everybody else was coming out with podcasts i'm like i would listen to this podcast yeah so so 92.9 the game the local atlanta sports station right now they don't really have like nighttime shows like after 11 right so they just put it on the national station which is and they're a cbs affiliate so we get 
you know, the national yeah, CBS broadcast. Whatever's going on. Yeah. And so it's like Jr. who actually um, he is out of Atlanta. So he's like he's broadcasting out of Atlanta oh, okay. for, for national CBS. And then it leads into some other people. But, yeah, sometimes I hear that guy on there. It might be him. I'm going to listen for it again next time. Yeah, it might I, be I never connected it to. He you did know. a whole. You remember, man? This is going back. You remember when we had the jumpers on the bridge in Atlanta? Yeah. So he got caught in that traffic going to radio the radio station to do his shift. Really. And ended up calling into his producer and doing it all from his car. Wow. The whole freaking show on the telephone. Wow. That's pretty cool that he's able to pull it off like that. Yeah, he they didn't like the big the big wigs at the radio station didn't like it, but well, I'm sure, but but it made for memorable radio. I mean, we're he talking, got it done, right? Like I'm here a, almost 20 years later talking about it. Yeah, what an experience, man. So what an experience. He's like, I can't believe the number of people in Atlanta that ride around with cold beer in their car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, I know a few. Yeah, I do too. Not me. Praise no. God. <laughs> Praise God. Not you me. Can, you can't do the night shift work. Night shift work and sneak a beer in. No. 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 See, I, well, I don't. I haven't. I don't drink at all. Right. Uh, praise, right. Praise God, baby. <laughs> um, been a long time since I've had a drink. Um, but yeah, no, I can't even imagine trying to do that. Trying to pull that off. Not no. me. No, it don't work. It wouldn't work for me either. But definitely not the way I drank either. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, that. what's been going on with you this weekend, man? Did you guys race last we night? We got we got rained out. Ah, dang it again! These Georgia showers, dude. Dude, we're sitting there watching the weather and I keep seeing that thunderstorm that was kind of like over towards uh, where you used to live. Uh, yeah. Mon- yeah, Merriweather. Yeah, Merriweather County, and I'm like, oh, man, we're yeah. good. It's going away. It's going away. And then it starts sprinkling. It's like, what the heck? And this arm, you look at the radar, and this arm just comes out and comes over the racetrack. <laughs> man, that sucks. So, Nat, hold on sucks. a minute. I got a, my dog. So, I got my laptop on the back of the cat, love seat because uh-huh. it's the perfect height to get the deer in the back. <laughs> Well, my dog has jumped up on the back of the love seat and she's trying to get me to pet her. So I've got to stop and pet her for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Make sure yeah. that dog gets love. Yeah. Man. Natty, I miss my dogs down. too. I'm, I've, I'm, I miss a couple of my dogs. I think about uh, some of the dogs I've lost. I've got one uh, I just put down last year. Brutal. That was rough, dude. And I've got two that are like really old. So like, I hate thinking about that stuff, but that's yeah. what I think about. For some reason, I think about like, you know, these memorable moments with, you know, some of the dogs that I don't have anymore. Yeah. My, yeah. Even you, when you have a good dog, you miss it. You know, yeah. Yeah. she don't know who I'm talking to right now. <laughs> she just thinks oh, I'm talking right. to her. So right. she's up here like, Hey, what you doing? So if the camera, if you, if you see the screen get shaky, it's just natty. It's just natty. Don't worry attention. about it. Yeah. Don't worry about but, it. Anyway, sorry about that. So no, it rained, that arm come out. And it's yeah. like, where does this arm come? Quit bark. You can't bark while we're doing a podcast. Yeah, definitely can't do that. Shh. You can't bark while we're doing a podcast. Get down. Get, get down. Tell somebody get that. Tell somebody get that pup a treat, man. man come on. Ain't man. nobody else here. I don't know what she's barking at. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna let her out, and John's just gonna talk to her for a minute. 
Yeah. So Chuck got rained out last night at the race, and uh, we're going to go ahead and move on. I am going to try bone marrow today. Um, I've been really excited to share that with Chuck. I didn't know about it until like last night, this morning. I don't know, something. My weekends become a blur because we kind of swap schedules, or I do anyway. He doesn't. But uh, yeah, I get to try bone marrow today. I'm really excited about that. What? Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you are. You're back. All right. Praise God. Uh, yeah, get to try bone marrow today, bro. Who's bone? I don't know. I guess it's beef. I assume. Oh, okay. um, maybe I'm just assuming. But yeah, chef's gonna bring me some bone marrow today. He's gonna cook it up when he gets home. I'm really excited. Can't wait. Yeah, really, yeah. I've been really excited to talk to you about that. Have you ever tried that? Mm, not that I'm aware of. Now that you're aware of, okay. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I, I imagine it's probably got a real beefy taste. I would if so. it is beef. In fat beef, yeah, um, yeah. But you're gonna have to do a review on it next week on the show. Or I will. I will. Maybe that should be your half calf. It can be. That's fine. We'll do the, yeah. do the half calf on uh, on uh, bone marrow. Yeah, bone marrow. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't remember. He he told me this morning. He was like, "Man, I got a treat for you today. We're I'm gonna cook up some bone marrow when I get home." And I was like, "No way, man!" I was super excited. So. What yeah, looking forward to that. that you had the, when the oh the sunfish the sunfish yeah whoo man yeah native to Hawaii um I don't remember the exact name of it but it, one of the name for it is I think a sunfish yeah was the name of it and uh, it was just something else too I was telling was something else about that this weekend and she's like how is that even legal yeah I'm like I don't know but it was expensive. I tell you what, I had this stuff. <laughs> I tell you what, I they gave me this stuff last night. They let me try this stuff that they got from a local farmer's market. Um, uh, and I can't remember the name of it right now. Golly, I wish I could. But it's a, it's like a Middle Eastern type of dish. Uh, they said the guy who was selling it was Syrian. But it's a Middle Eastern type of dish, and it was like a pastry, very sweet. Um, it was unbelievable, and I'm really mad that I can't remember the name of it right now. But... Um, uh, Golly, I might have to phone a friend real quick, dude. What I might have to. I'm gonna, right? I'm gonna text because, uh, you know, they're um, my brother's on my favorites, so his yeah. text will come through. So let me, uh, let me send him a text real quick because I gotta figure it out. I gotta remember. It was amazing. It was life changing, and I really wanted to share that with you today as well. What I had last night. Now you I had life changing food last night. Yeah, and I can't remember the name. Isn't that bad? Yeah, it must not change your life too much. I mean, it was just so preposterously good dude there you go using those big words <laughs> we, that's that's rule number five on the show we don't use big words <laughs> come on now come on what's this picture you sent me <laughs> oh that was what i did yesterday before oh my racing. goodness gracious i killed some ants i see that oh wow how about you <laughs> how about you killing them ants they went nuts dude so they were in a track text my wife too she'll remember because she's had it before i this was my first time ever having it so yeah you'll find out so those ants were all up in the dog food on the yeah. porch yeah so i went and got those you ever use those ant traps uh not those specific ones that you were using no well those are the best ones and i say that because this old guy told me that and his name was Chief. His nickname was Chief. So if an old guy named Chief tells you that those are the best ant traps, yeah. those are the best ant traps. You don't even try yeah. the other ones. Yeah, some old dude named Chief? Yeah. 
Where do you know this guy from? He was, uh, well, he's had many jobs in Griffin. Uh, the one I remember him most for is running one of the local park stores. Okay. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he, some old dude who runs a part store for sure. I take his words. Yes, before. yes, he had a part store. He, I don't know if he managed the movie theater for a while or just worked or owned it or what. But everybody that would come into our shop and they would see, like Chief would come by and get his car worked on. Everybody after Chief would leave, he's like, he kicked me out of the movie theater, nineteen seventy <laughs> whatever. He's no kicked, way. He's kicked everybody. Every boomer, and I'm not saying it I'm boomer in a direct <laughs> right, right, right. Every baby boomer in Griffin, I believe, has been kicked out of a movie theater by Chief. <laughs> Jeez, he's just that guy. I, he's just evidently they were some bad kids in Griffin, <laughs> but you know what I mean. But it was yeah. like it's like everybody's got it. He worked at t- he had two different movie theaters at some point. One was in the Mill Village, which. You've been past it a couple times going to Griffin over to work, and you don't even yeah. know it was a movie theater. Really? Uh, it was over there by the Easy Shop. It was called the Rex. Oh. And um, anyway, he had that one, and that's where all the Mill Village folks went. Mm-hmm. That was the closest one to them. And then he had Parkwood, which is, I think it's a church now. It's across, you know, the Wendy's when you come into town on 16 and there's that like big brown building across the street from it. Yep. That used to be Parkwood Cinema. That is, oh. or as we called it in high school, Prepwood. Because, about that? or middle school, it might have been middle school. Because there was two movie theaters in Griffin and that's where the preppier people went. Was uh, nice. I went to both of them because I could co-mingle. <laughs> Right, I was. I had that ability. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Man, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about Chief Baklava. By the Baklava. way, oh, you were talking about Chief. I got you the uh, response. Baklava. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to get that out there. I know that was just. I just blurted that out, but I wanted. I got the response. Baklava. Yes, that's what that bread was called. It's amazing. Um, there's this guy at the farmers market. Um, it was baklava and he had some other things, but it was completely life-changing. I highly recommend it. Saturday morning flea, um, farmer's market. In Definitely got to, yeah. Peachtree city. Got to try it out. Got to try it out. It's amazing. Get over there and try that. Phenomenal. I don't Unbelievable. Mr. Rick used to set up over there selling tomatoes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about, Oh, chief gave you the idea for the ant traps. Yeah. So yeah, chief totally now, take his idea. And it now, worked. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. You see the picture. I mean, I see the picture. There's ants everywhere, dude. Now, I did break one of Chief's rules. What did you break? He said you can only buy it at Ace. You can buy it at Home Depot. You can buy it anywhere. But it only works if you buy it from Ace. I see. I see. It's a difference. If you get that true value. Yeah. But uh, I got this at Home Depot, and it seemed to be. (laughs) I mean, it's working great. It seems to be. But, hey, man. um, So, this week. Yeah, this week. I want to talk about Bikini Atoll. Yeah. I want to talk about the Marshall Islands, all the crazy nuclear testing we were doing out there, uh, the U.S. government was doing out there um, back in the 40s and 50s. So um, anybody who doesn't know, uh, back when we started um, developing nuclear weapons and such, uh, we had to have somewhere to test them, make sure they worked and see how effective they were. And the U.S. came across this really remote 
set of islands out in the Pacific Ocean, um, which is now known as the Republic of the Marshall Islands. Yeah, uh, they are their own territory or something. I can't remember exactly, it's but uh, they're own, they're their own republic. Oh my gosh, dude! I was looking at some of the pictures on the internet. It is a paradise. Found these islands out in the middle of nowhere a perfect place to they thought to test these things so that's what they started doing they kind of took over uh they kind of told the locals hey look this is what we're gonna do and uh if you want to hang out cool if you don't you might want to (laughs) go and um that's what we did man as a as the u.s government Uh, that's what the u.s government did (laughs) i'm gonna assume that these people were somewhat primitive uh a little bit yeah yeah i mean related to like hawaii yeah um and like what happened up there, which I've learned a lot more about that since I've got a niece living in Hawaii now. Shout out, Aaron. Hey, how you doing? Love you, mean it. Hope you're doing good out there in Hawaii. Uh, I started learning a little bit about Hawaii. So related a little bit to Hawaii, if you can imagine that. Right. How we just kind of went in there and we're like, hey, <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Well, we did that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had. Yeah, we have a reputation of doing that. Yeah. Country. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so we, we started this nuclear testing out there and we tested a total of 67 nuclear weapons, um, ranging all the way up to like hydrogen weapons and stuff like that. So, Good yeah, night. yeah, we did a ton of testing out there. Um, you and I listened to a podcast about it the other night and remember on that podcast, they said, um, the amount of testing we did out there is equal to 1.7 Hiroshima blasts every single day for 12 years. That's a lot of radiation. It's a ton of radiation. So, so we, and we haven't really cleaned much of it up either. Have we? No, we left them with a ton of disastrous wreckage. Like, so what we would do is we would put ships out there, right. Um, around mm-hmm. where we would set off the blast and we would load them up with farm animals, um, and stuff like that and see how effective the weapons were. We had to have some way to tell. Um, and it's really sad or sick or whatever you want to say to think about, but that's what we did. Um, and so we would set these Navy ships up and set off these, uh, these nuclear weapons and, and so on and so forth. You know, um, things progress from the atomic bomb all the way up. So, um, yeah, that's what we did. And we left them with all that. We, not all of the wreckage, right? We had, so right. our soldiers would clean it up like while we were there, but we're no longer occupying that area like we're not doing anything and uh my granddad Um, was involved in that cleanup a little bit yeah i wanted i wanted you to bring that up i wanted to bring that up i'm not exactly sure i can't remember i texted texted dad a while ago and he ain't got back with me but i can't remember if it was before dad was born or after dad was born because it would have been because the difference that makes that was 55 so it would have been while they were actively testing or if it was after it would have been when they were doing the massive cleanup so hang on or, one second. Um, okay. I've got it. I was just 1946 and 1958 is when we were testing the weapons. Okay. So dad was born in 55. So if he was there during a test, it would have been probably 53 or 54. Wow. So, wow. so it would have been like, uh, he was in Korea. Korea was over. Then he went there and then dad was born in Atlanta. So, right. Right. Um, so, yeah, they would also station the soldiers certain, yeah. you know, uh, uh, distances away from the blast. Right. And, uh, they, everybody would observe it, you know, they'd watch mm-hmm. it go off. They'd have cameras everywhere. Um, 
one of the worst things that we left there though, let me just go ahead and get this out of the way. I don't want to, I don't want to skip over this. Like we did okay. do a lot of wrong, but I do I, like the testing is just crazy and fascinating to me. Uh, but we, we left a lot, a ton of nuclear waste there in this humongous concrete dome structure yes, that is apparently that. leaking now. Nice. Um, and we're just kind of like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> which is similar to our approach, by the way, let us, uh, bring this back a little local that, uh, that nuclear bomb off the coast of Tybee Island, dude. Yeah. It's out there. <laughs> yeah. It's out there. It's cool. Now it doesn't have uranium. I think it's missing a really key component, right? Like the bomb I don't think armed. can go off. Yeah. 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 I don't think it's armed. Right. I, I think that's a good way to put it, but there is like a nuclear weapon chilling off the coast of Tybee Island that well, fell off like a test flight one time. If you And they're just like, yeah, whatever, it's good by now. Wouldn't you I say that too? Like if you dropped a nuclear bomb, oh, don't worry about it. We didn't turn it on. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. You're right. You're right. I would say that if I was the US government and I couldn't <laughs> find it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing to worry about. Yeah, it's good. You know, meanwhile, if you watch one of these underwater explosions from like Bikini Atoll or one of the Marshall Islands, like it is destructive, even if it's underwater, dude. It's unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. It is pretty wild. Uh, like to watch some... some of those other explosions, though. Like the later they go, man, and see how our ca our cameras can't even capture like the atrocity of it. Right. Like that's it's hard to explain, but like the intensity, our cameras can't even capture how intense the picture is. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Now, did. Is that the only one we test? I know we were in Hawaii, we were in the Philippines, and we were in Marshall Islands. Did as we far as testing? I know, the Marshall Islands were like the place to test okay. for us. Now, Russia has done way more uh, like above ground testing and stuff like that. They've done way more testing than us because they've got a lot of remote area in Russia, dude. So I'm not, say I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying um, they have a little more space do that kind of stuff like us the united states back in the 40s had to go and find some place to seize to do this yeah. testing russia has it in their country so yeah and russia have that kind of space news. yes they are they're going to do whatever they well, they're going to do whatever they want but yeah. no as far as i know uh the marshall islands are the only place the u.s used for that kind of testing um now i have visited the philippines how was it <laughs> Dude, it was awesome. I went in the summer of 2000. I, I had to, I had to ask my mom that recently. But uh, yeah, I went in the summer of 2000. I was 12. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Y2K did not happen, so we were all really reprieved. Yeah. I actually turned 12 in the Philippines. Oh, cool. So you went yeah. in June. Yep. Went went in the summer and uh, had a great time, man. Had a great time. I. Uh, of course, most of the people there have never seen white people before. So they were oh, all really? calling me gringo. So gringo is like a universal term, come to find I out. I thought that was Spanish. It, it is, I thought too, but um, it's like a universal term. So they just saw blonde hair, blue eyes, right? And oh, chased okay. me around everywhere, calling me gringo. Uh, I was just talking about that with somebody earlier today, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Like, um, so there's a lot of forms of public transportation out there, right? So right. one of them are these old, nasty, like, buses with uh you can travel inside the bus or on top of the bus of course i'm 12 what am i gonna do i'm gonna travel on top of the bus oh yeah 
So we're out in what's called the barrio, which is like the jungle, dude. It's the country. I say the jungle. It's really just rice paddies out in the Philippines. Beautiful, mm -hmm. but that's really all there is. Um, and uh, so we're out there, and these kids are barefoot chasing us. On the, uh, and I'm riding on top of this bus, and they're chasing us barefoot, like as fast as they can, just screaming, gringos, gringos, Americanos. Like, I couldn't believe it, dude. They, wow. they were so excited to see Americans out there. They had never seen anybody like me. Never seen anybody like me. And, and not to mention, it's my whole family. Yeah. So uh, it was a pretty wild experience, man. It was a pretty wild experience. When we got... So the reason we went is um, we were really close with our neighbors. Uh -huh. And um, my neighbor met his wife in the Philippines when he was stationed there in the Air Force. He was an AWACS pilot. Really neat story he's got. Mm -hmm. But uh, he met his wife there. It was her parents' 50th anniversary. So they were going to oh, wow. 50th wedding anniversary. So yeah. big deal. They were going to go home for it. And so um, they go back to the Philippines and we went with them. And uh, so we went way out. Her family is rice farmers. So we went way out into the rice paddies, stayed with them for like a, uh, a while out there. Um, my dad at one of the, one of the nights, man, um, they had, they threw big parties for us, right? Yeah. It was a huge deal that Americans so, were there. So you, like if I went, as a tourist yes. to the Philippines, I wouldn't get this experience. Oh, gosh, no. You got gosh, the local no. experience. No, you got so a like, traveler's experience. Yeah, so my neighbor um, and his wife, uh, her cousin, her whole family still lives there, except for, like, her sister. So her brothers and all that. So her brothers and cousins and stuff were riding with us uh, with machine guns on their back. They were our armed guards oh, nice. the whole time. Um, because it is mischievous out there, I guess. Mm -hmm. Whatever. And we're Americans. No one's ever seen Americans. All they know is that we're rich, right? I guess is their, yeah. their preconceived notion of everybody from America, which is accurate compared to most of these people, unfortunately. Right. But anyway, so yeah, we're riding out there, man. And um, one of these nights, we're out there in, in the country in what they call the barrio, right? And um, mm -hmm. we're ha they're having this big party for us. Oh, and by the way, no legal drinking age at the time in the Philippines. So while I, I turned 12 out there, um, when we got picked up from the airport, uh, I remember, uh, I think it was the airport anyway, all of us kids rode in one car and all the grownups rode in another car. We had to, we had to get escorted uh, right. in two separate cars, uh, one car. We didn't, they didn't have a car big enough for all of us. So all the kids rode in one car. I cracked open a beer, a beer dude. Um, a San Miguel, I believe, was their um, oh, local wow. beer. There. But yeah, I, I, I had a few beers. I think that, that's my first like remembrance. Of, of really having a, an alcoholic beverage. That's where the party started. Yeah, but anyway, we were having this big party. I got to get to this story, man, because it's hilarious. I know, I keep getting sidetracked. It was such a wild uh, trip, man, the Philippines was. I never had an experience like it, but um, we're out there. They're throwing this humongous party. There's this guy. He brings a karaoke speaker and a microphone and a car battery, bro. And he, <laughs> he hooks this, this karaoke, he hooks this little like Cracker Jack box, Cracker Jack box amp. Yeah. He hooks it up yeah. to, a, to a little, probably six year old car battery. And that's how he, nice. his little Cracker Jack box amp. And then he's got his microphone, <laughs> he plugs it in and he's drunk as a Cooter Brown. He's, he's, uh, he's singing, right? He's singing yeah. on this microphone and, uh, He's doing karaoke and singing all these songs. We can't understand a word. He doesn't speak any English. Anyway, he winds up offering my dad a water buffalo for my sister. 
It's a fact. Oh, we oh, everybody oh, was oh, so oh. wasted. Everybody's so drunk. It's a big party, right? Like at the time. Yeah. Um, and this guy offers my dad. It was so it's so funny looking back on it now. My dad's like, uh, and he was so serious. He was so serious, dude. Yeah. He was like my caribou for your daughter. And it was like a fair trade to him. Wow. What'd your dad say? I mean, we kind of know the answer. I mean, my sister's still here. Your sister's so. still <laughs> she came back with us. In the area, so. Yeah, she came back with us, bro. <laughs> I mean, my dad didn't want a caribou. What's he going to do with a caribou? How do I get this back to Peachtree City? <laughs> Big old water buffalo, dude. What's he going to do with that thing? But yeah, it's a great story. We had a wonderful time. I had a cast on while we were there. So I'm yeah. scuba diving out there. My mom is having, I'm in super shallow water because my mom's scared <laughs> of the ocean. My mother is terrified of the water. I love her to death. She's terrified of the water. So we're in shallow water so that she can see the bottom and that I can see the bottom. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like snorkel a little bit out there yeah. and she's holding my, my cast arm up out of the water. And, uh, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to like snorkel around and see fish and stuff. And, uh, it's just a hilarious. I have all these memories. My sister kicked me out of, out of the bed while we were there. She, we were, I don't know, you know, brothers and sisters fight, yeah. right? She kicks me out the bed, dude. I broke my elbow, same arm that my cast <laughs> is already on. I'm not joking. Dude. It was a wild trip, man. Wild experience. I love, I loved every minute of it. I love thinking back on it, but so that's it. what we went to and they have fond memories of americans by the way most of the filipinos i came in contact with at the time from what i remember yeah they thought very fondly of americans unlike probably the marshall islands and from what i'm learning from my niece natives in hawaii don't think kindly of americans for the most part well it's because they were a, they considered themselves a sovereign kingdom yes and then we showed up yes so um filipinos though completely different of course they're independent now they're their yeah. own country and also yeah. hawaii is um, not hawaii and is you not. know there's a conspiracy theory out there that and i kind of i kind of lean towards this one you know i i told you i'm kind of a reformed conspiracy theorist like yeah i, I kind of avoid them as i can yes. but this one makes sense okay okay because i've asked the question why do we trade with china which is communism but we can't go to Cuba, which is communism. China communism, good. Okay, we're okay with that, but we're not okay with what goes on in Cuba. What's the conspiracy? The conspiracy is at the same time that we stopped dealing with Cuba, because, you know, it is a big tourist destination for Americans. Sure, it's beautiful. We cut that off at the same time mm -hmm. Hawaii become a state. Because we wanted the tourist dollars to stay in the country and mm. force people to go to Hawaii. Makes sense. Cuba. I can see that. I can see that. That's not far fetched. Yeah. It's not far fetched. So Puerto Rico is an interesting situation. I, isn't I'm, it? Yeah, because we don't need a passport to go there. Nope. Um, it's a territory. I know a lot of a lot of people are against making Puerto Rico a state. And I'd like to the, ask a Puerto Rican what they think. Yeah, I would too. I think, I don't know. I think uh, it, it depends on which one you ask. It's like anything else. Sure, it comes down to their, on both sides. their poli political stance. But uh, have they had, have they voted on it? Like as a territory? I think or they something? vote on it all the time. Do they? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not educated. This is all new to me. But I think, you know, they're, 
if you look at the conservatives, because oh, we can't make it a state because it'll throw off the balance, and then you, you know, blah 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 blah. These dudes, they're they're paying taxes to America. Mm-hmm. We're telling them what they can and can't do. Mm. You know, mm. they're freaking more of a well, call. Yeah, you know? if we're if we're over them like that, like yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's pros and cons to statehood, right? I don't know what they there's all pros are, and cons but... of statehood, but we affect, we either need to let them go, yeah, or bring them in. That hey, middle ground that they're in ain't cool. Do you know what year Hawaii uh, became a state? 1959. That's right. That's right. That's a lot later than I thought. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot later than I thought. Uh, them and Alaska both, uh, yeah. 1959. It's a lot later than I was expecting to and find I think out. Dad was over there in 61 or 62 with Paul Paul being in the Army. Oh, wow. Was it? Oh, I wonder what your dad's experiences were, were like. He broke his toe. <laughs> well, I mean, what his, <laughs> what his experiences were like interacting with the natives at the time. Because I don't think they, well, I say they didn't interact with the neighbors, but Don Ho was their. Uh, natives but don ho was their neighbor you know tiny bubbles yeah 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 that's crazy <laughs> that's insane <laughs> so so i really want to know i wish you know i wish we could talk to your papa man i, w- I really want to know if he was involved with a cleanup around bikini atoll and stuff like that well you know he's not with us anymore so yeah that's information we won't ever find out dad said uh, dad finally texted me back he said it was the early 50s he thought so, that he was over there. So right in the time, yeah, he would right have, in the time frame, bro. He would have experienced. Me and him talked about it fishing one time, and he was telling about the card that they kept around their neck that showed how much radiation they had been exposed to. Right. So if I'm remembering this correctly, they would blow something up. Mm-hmm. You know, they would observe them blowing it up, mm-hmm. and then what washed up on shore or where what they blew up, or if they had to go to one of the little islands that they blew up on, you know. Yeah. And they would go collect stuff to see how much radiation it had on it. And then once their card was full of radiation exposure, then they were done with their tour. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I wonder if we would consider those like levels the same now, you think? I don't know. That's interesting. Um, That's crazy to think about, man. Yeah. There know, is, but there was ways around it, it right? Like, you, you know, you had guys like shoving them. Yeah. Yeah, they had guys they like, to try to get like they there. would hang it over in the bucket that they were putting stuff in to kind of get more exposure. And, uh, you know, he's got a kind of too, being that he was a career army guy, I guess he was kind of an experiment till he retired. You know, they kind of had to, they probably, I guess, whenever he'd go to the doctor or, or whatever, that was always on his record. Yeah. You know, dude, so, that, that, Bikini Atoll stuff, along with some of the other stuff you told me about your pawpaw man, I wonder about him. I'm man, just saying. Had, I'm he, just saying. He had just, a fun... He may have had a really special assignment, is all I'm saying. Yeah, he had a fun... I think he had a fun Army career. Yeah. You know, like, he didn't do anything boring. Right. Right. So, I just... I, I find his... Some his, of the stuff you tell me about his... His stories from Japan were... The stories I've heard are kind of interesting... Yeah, when were they over there? They were in there in the early 70s. So, wow. Yeah, dad saw Pink Floyd over there. That would be really wild. But he saw Pink that's Floyd neat, before man. they were big. Really? Yeah. Like, that's yeah, kind of they kind of got big internationally, right? Yeah, you know, it was before Dark Side of the Moon and The Wall when dad saw mm-hmm. Pink Floyd. 
Mm-hmm. So, and they let that poor there. puppy outside. She's outside. She wants to back oh, in now. Go let her inside, man. I'll entertain everybody. Okay, for entertain one everybody. All right. Yeah, come on. Let that poor pup inside. Jeez, he's got to make a big old rumble when he gets up, doesn't he? My gosh. <laughs> I got to give him a hard time. I can't be easy on Chuck. You ever. Ever. You either are or you ain't. Okay? Now. Okay. Listen, that dog just loves he she just she just loves you, man. I know. This dog is she just loves you. She's a good dog. She's have you ever heard the joke, um, lock your wife in a trunk and then lock your dog in the trunk overnight and then go and open it the next morning and see, see what's happy, happy to see you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's always a good one. Yeah, the dog definitely. Yeah, definitely the dog. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, where are we at with this podcast, Chuck? You want to wrap this thing up, dude? Man, oh, I didn't tell you about going and getting that boat. No, you didn't. Tell me. We went and got a boat. That's nice. <laughs> Dude, How so was it? It was a great, great trip. Yeah. Um, we didn't have any problems. Because, you know, you go to get a any trailer that's been setting, anything on a trailer that's been setting for a little while, you expect to have a few problems could arise with bearings sure. and tires and stuff. But sure. we took another set of tires up there with us. And uh, I think the rough and put them on before we left. So. We come on back with we saw saw a couple wrecks that were kind of um kind of uh scary, but we wasn't in them. It was just man, the aftermath was uh it was bad. I can't yeah. keep them people in your thoughts or prayers, but uh yeah. I hate seeing bad accidents on road trips like that, man. Have you it scares me? Have you ever been to the Wahala part of South Carolina? Sure enough, have not. Well, it's beautiful up there. Hmm. Tell it's like it. so when you go when you're going up 85 mm-hmm. and that you got that first exit right as you cross the lake and you got the rest area and then mm-hmm. and all that and it's all that same little exit you get on highway 11 mm-hmm. and you just go kind of like northwesterly easterly i don't know which direction it is and you go up and you're like in little foothills yeah of the mountains man it's pretty up there it's a little little town of Wahala, I, you know, this one in Wahala, Wahala, is that what it is? It is. Um, okay. And you get up there, and man, it's just a little old town, and it's still kind of neat looking. That's cool. But you know, I was on an hour of sleep, right? So, and every time I doze <laughs> off, it didn't matter. It, you know, I'm supposed to be navigating. So yeah, every time I doze off, riding up there, Jeffrey would be like, "Where are we going?" I'm like, dude, we're on the same freaking highway we were on 10 minutes ago. Well, you know where we're doing? going. Dad was in the back listening to, I don't know what, it, he had his headphones in. Oh. I think he was taking a nap. Doing his own thing. And I think Glenn was asleep. So oh, I'm up man. there, you know, trying to navigate with the least amount of sleep of anybody. Jeez. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, it you seem like the wrong person for that job. No <laughs> offense. Well, you know. <laughs> I, well, so I, I come home and I'm like, man, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to sleep. You know how that is. Yeah. You told me we were texting that day and you were like, dude, I don't know. I've only had three hours of sleep. And I'm like, bro, why are you still texting me then? It's like midnight. Yeah. Yeah. At that, yeah. by that time I had collected three hours of sleep. Oh my gosh. So I had an hour when I got home, I probably had a total of 15 minutes on in the truck. Cause every time I doze off, we hit a bridge and it, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, wake you up real good. Oh, okay, I'm awake. Yeah. And uh, then I got home and uh, lay down on the couch for about maybe two hours. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I woke up, man, you know how it, your head's like cracking and necks oh, yeah. all right. Oh, yeah. Dude, car sleeping. And, yeah. yeah. It was awesome, though. Mm. <laughs> so we got a yeah. – The trip got, was cool, though. We got access to a fishing boat now, so – Nice. Uh, we might have to have a field trip. Let's do it. But anyway, that's our show, folks. Oh, don't forget, mm-hmm. you can still comment Big you sure can. Pizza. You sure can yeah, we didn't want to forget about that. You can comment it on any post we make on Facebook, and we yep. will count that as a Bigfoot pizza. That's right. We need someone other than Kevin. And Kevin. And Kevin. Someone other, someone named some, someone with a name other than Kevin. How about that? Yes. Right now we have the Kevins. The Kevins. We got both Kevs. Yeah. Thank you, Kevs. Appreciate that. Thanks for entering. Yes. Yes. I think we have a. <laughs> ah. Yeah. No, but for real, Bigfoot Pizza, enter. Yeah, yeah you want to come? Pizza. Can, what? What is it? They're going to be on the podcast. They're going to be on the podcast. Orlando Pizza with us, right? The, the greatest pizza I've ever had. Um, it and, holds that title. And somebody, because you order two, so somebody's going to take, we're going to eat one, and somebody's going to take one home with them. Yeah. Come on, guys. Enter to win. Yeah. And, yeah. And we want to eat pizza with you yeah, for Christmas, do. right? That's what we said. And And if – a winner not in the Georgia area ends up being the winner. I guess we'll just ship them, drop ship them one of yeah. the pizzas. Yeah, we'll make it happen, dude. And then just have them on, like, you know, call let's do it. Bigfoot um, pizza. Thanks, guys. Yeah, let's Bigfoot do that meme pizza. of the week, man. Let's do the meme of the week. All right. Don't forget to go and like and follow us on all the socials. Oh, yeah, please. Thank you. And the yeah. YouTube. Dang, I'm getting ahead of myself, man. What am I anxious to get off this podcast? I don't know. Jeez. You had like, you act like you are. No, I'm man. anxious. What I'm anxious about, Chuck, I'll be honest with you. You said this is one of the best. This, this might the be best, the best meme ever. Oh, it is. You've made that decision now. It is I the think best it could meme be. you've ever seen. Yes. It's our See, best meme of the week, definitely. I've been really excited to get to this portion of the show. That's all it is. All right. Well, you better check your phone because <laughs> it's coming at you right now. <sighs> You got any memes? It'd be a whole lot cooler if you did. It's the meme of the week. Boom. All right, real time. Why the blank is there a car in here? Oh. Oh, Oh my God. <laughs> okay, ciao. Stop, dude, stop, they missed, dude. They missed it. They missed they it. They had totally, the perfect opportunity. Totally missed their opportunity, right? Yep. Oh, that's a great one. That's a great one, man. Oh, I totally I, agree with it. Hey, ain't there a feature that we can use with this anchor to where people can do like a call in? Yes. Put that link in the description. Okay. Maybe we'll get a call in. You never know. Yeah. Maybe someone will want to phone, like phone in a meme. Phone in a meme. Yeah. They could phone in Whatever. a meme. They could submit a meme. Submit a they meme. They could call on there and tell us that we're idiots. Yeah. Or yeah. awesome. Either one. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll connect it. All right, Make y'all. It well, it's been a great show. 
Yeah, thank uh, you guys. We Thanks had a lot for of listening. Fun. We appreciate we'll it. We'll holler at y'all later. Bye. Later, guys. Dude, that was hilarious. Was that good?